Highways Voices, the podcast of Highways News, your one-stop destination for all the news about the highways and transport technology industries, and our must-read daily newsletter. The countdown is on for the ITS World Congress as it returns to the USA for the first time since Detroit in 2014. Highways Voices is heading to the Los Angeles Convention Center later in September thanks to the sponsorship of Suarco, Gevi, Notre AI and Navtech Radar. Sponsored by Suarco, Gevi, Nota AI and Navtech Radar. This is Highways Voices. And while we're there to work, I'm a great believer that if you're lucky enough to get to go to a great city, you need to see more of it than just the inside of an airport, a convention centre and, frankly, an identikit corporate hotel. You need to see the city too. So I've caught up with my friend Alan Cleland, who's an ITS expert from Newcastle, who's lived in the USA since 1987 and has been in Los Angeles since 89. He's currently ITS-connected vehicle lead at transport planning and engineering firm DKS associates in Southern California and so Alan has been recruited to be our guide to LA and he'll feature on our preview and during the event but well given frankly that I've chatted to him about LA I thought that if you're going to be there why don't I give you a whole bonus podcast with his guide to the things we must see and do while we're there so first of all I chatted to him about his summary of Los Angeles as a city it's a um, obviously major major urban area and it's it sprawls it has it's so large it's actually just a little bit smaller than greater london the city of los angeles has several different areas very distinctive areas um, of the city um you've got the downtown area and areas to the to the east and to the west to the south all with very distinct characters so when you come to visit los angeles um, don't think that you'll see it by coming to the city center. You really just get a feel for Los Angeles and appreciation for its diversity by visiting these different areas as much as possible. Because obviously the convention center is just on the edge of downtown. And when mm-hmm. I stayed in downtown back, I think in 2014, I remember going out to try and find something to eat and ended up having to ask a policeman where I could find a bar that would be serving food because I genuinely was just walking around and it was just streets and traffic. Um, It does seem that the best bits of Los Angeles are the beaches or West Hollywood or maybe some of the other neighbourhoods like Pasadena, that sort of area. I'm going to correct you here. Um, the, the, The beaches are not Los Angeles. Los Angeles is the largest city in LA County but there are 87 other cities in the county of Los Angeles. And so when you think of the beaches and you think Malibu, oh, that's a separate city. Anybody who follows volleyball, Manhattan Beach, which is the center of uh, volleyball, beach volleyball, that's another city. When you think of the beaches, it's not the city of Los Angeles. You know, these are different areas within the county of Los Angeles. So we're going to chat during the week in LA uh, during the Congress with different little ideas that we could uh, do as visitors in the evenings or maybe before we start the Congress when we arrive and then just afterwards. But for people that are turning up before 
the event and they've maybe got a couple of days to get over the jet lag what are your sort of must do suggestions that we can enjoy it's hard to resist the beach and certainly is and september will be a great time to be at the beach the city of santa monica in the south another city of course has <laughs> a tremendous pier tremendous restaurants on the pier and adjacent to it and you can walk down from santa monica towards venice beach and venice beach is has the boardwalk tremendous amount of activity going on especially on weekends where there are um, just informal gatherings of of people to play music together i've been down there for a couple of years because of covid but there used to be um on sunday big band drummers got together just the atmosphere is tremendous there's a skate park roller skating park tremendous skateboard facility it's just a fascinating place to be and walk through down the boardwalk and then to go to venice itself it has its own canals like the famous venice and you can wander around there some beautiful houses a lovely neighborhood um and that's all in that beach area which is very accessible from downtown if you're more inclined to look at historical los angeles the museums are just world class museums that we have especially if you go out to the west towards beverly hills but still in los angeles along wilshire boulevard we've got the la county museum uh, of art which is a tremendous facility and for those of you who are interested in cars and autos we have the peterson motor museum adjacent to it that's a concentration of very very interesting museums to go and visit on the west side of the city and equally on the on the east side moving out of um, the city of los angeles not too far away in a place called san marino and we have the the huntington library and it's a one of the best library collections in the world private collection from Mr Henry Huntington who built the rail lines coming out from the east coast wonderful art collection and i remember taking my father there bless him and we walked into one of the galleries which is full of constables and gainsborers and he stood in front of the blue boy gainsborough's blue boy and he said that's not here it's in the national gallery <laughs> he could not believe the paintings that were in the huntington and the documents are just phenomenal as well there's a one of 13 gutenberg bibles and also original manuscript of uh, chaucer's canterbury tales so there's plenty of places to go and satisfy your interests in uh, in la in the area and easy to get around as well talking of getting around alan how easy is it do we need to rent a car or you know is public transport an option or are we going to rely on mr uber or mr lift i wouldn't recommend renting a car for the conference if you're uh, traveling in and around the city it's just inconvenient parking is very expensive but there's a tremendous rail network metro rail network you can download the app from the the website tap to go t a p t o g o tap to go.net because tap is the name of the travel card that you put money on but you can put it all on your app and you can travel out to the beach travel anywhere within within LA county almost on the rail lines but uber is very convenient uber and lift for getting around but if you are going to travel farther afield there are regional rail line metro rail to travel on as well but then there's always renting a car but i think that would be almost the last resort for me unless you were tra- planning on 
traveling large distances, going out to the desert, for example, uh, out to the east of Los Angeles, traveling down to San Diego. You know, San Diego is an hour and a half drive away. And I'll be making that very trip on the Saturday after the Congress down to San Diego to meet up with some old friends and clients in that wonderful American city in the corner of the country. So that's Alan's overview. But let's now get to some detail. And we'll start by talking about food in L.A. I'll go back to the, the birth of the city which was a group of 22 families who came in and settled and just to the east of downtown in an area known as Alvera Street. They are tremendous Mexican restaurants in Alvera Street. It's a wonderful place to go and visit. Um, the original square is still there, preserved. Um, one of the original um, houses, the Adobe house is there um, on Alvera Street itself. California was really um, developed and eventually populated through Franciscan monks going up the coast, they built a series of missions separated by day's travel as you go up the coast. And the original Los Angeles mission is right there on Alvera Street. Phenomenal Mexican foods, absolutely delicious and in a very um, impressive historical setting. And that's very easy to get to from, uh, from the convention center. But on the way to Alvera Street, you can pass the Grand Central Market, which is a treat. Tremendous restaurants in there. A wide range of stalls um, and restaurants actually have the, the Golden Road Los Angeles Brewery has a, um, a facility there within Grand Central Market. If you walk from the convention center and head along Grand and head along Hill, you can take this very short funicular railway called Angel's Flight from Hill Street down to Grand takes you right to the, the central market. Also, a little bit further east, uh, but not as quite, quite as far as the Mexican area of Olvera Street is Chinatown. Uh, wonderful restaurants there um, on Broadway and Hill. And of course, you must not forget Hollywood. And going out on Hollywood Boulevard, you have the famous uh, Musso and Frank's restaurant. Just an, a fascinating place to visit because of the history of all the movie stars who habitually still go there. And lined in the walls are all lined with uh, marvelous photographs of them. Hollywood Boulevard area, Hollywood Vine is a new development with a fantastic view of the Hollywood sign and great restaurants in that little sort of open mall, small open mall type of facility. Downtown, especially around the convention center. There's some really good restaurants there. So I'm salivating already. That's Alan Cleland's Guide to L.A. on this bonus podcast ahead of the ITS World Congress, brought to you thanks to our sponsors Gevi, Notre.ai, Swaco and Navtech Radar. And of course, we'll be speaking to all of them while we're in L.A. But what about sightseeing and shopping in L.A.? When I chatted to Alan, he told me about the places in the hills around the city that give you a great view of everything below. The prime one I would pick would be the, the Griffith Observatory. In the days when we didn't have all these massive population growth and sprawl in Los Angeles, and we didn't have the light pollution that comes from street lighting and buildings, the observatory was built up in the hills um, to the north of um, the city. And it is still a prime place to visit to get a feel for the spread of Los Angeles. The views are tremendous from the observatory. Um, the, the telescope is still operational and the public is allowed to uh, go and observe daily. The views of LA are just fantastic. And of course, the view of the Hollywood sign is exceptional. 
from the, the Griffiths Observatory. What's interesting uh, for the engineers amongst us, there's a Tesla coil there as well, which gets activated. And that's quite phenomenal to see, a uh, full-size Tesla coil with a discharge. So I really recommend the Griffith Observatory. But there's also a really good way of seeing LA not too far from the convention center uh, at the US Bank Tower. And the US Bank Tower is one of the tallest buildings in LA. A very tall building. And from the 70th to the 69th floor, there is an external slide, which is encased in glass or it's clear anyway. And you can slide from the 70th to the 69th floor and get a phenomenal view of, uh, of LA. And there's beautiful views from the, from the building anyway, but that's, that's quite something. Directly opposite the Central Library um, on 5th, 5th and Grand. So that's worth, a, that's worth a visit, definitely. In my sort of brief visits where I'm usually passing through Los Angeles en route somewhere else. I have been a couple of times to Hollywood Boulevard. To me, it didn't really grab me. I thought it was a bit seedy oh. and a bit bit crummy, really. Have I got it wrong? It, it's smart and is act up. And uh, I think I mentioned in a, in a previous discussion, Paul, um, the Hollywood Highland development, um, which is a sort of small open mall with nice restaurants, great shops, Fantastic view of the um, of the Hollywood sign from a nice little display area, um, reflecting Hollywood's history. Because there's a casting couch there that you can sit on and look at the Hollywood sign. I think just walking down Hollywood Boulevard and seeing the stars. You know, it's 1.2 mile. I think is stretch of Hollywood Boulevard from Gower in the east. Just the names and the, and the the memories that the the boulevard evokes when you see these names and their stars. It's it's worth a trip. It really is. And there's some really good, they're really good shops. There's some pretty cheesy shops there as well. But um, it's a fascinating place to go and visit. And of course, you still have the handprints in the concrete from the from the movie stars outside the Chinese theater. And talking of shops, I am slightly concerned that Mrs. Hutton will be with me and we'll be going to Rodeo <laughs> Drive. I'm not sure anything good can come of that. Ah, uh, yes. Well, I, I, sh- I would share your, your concern there as well. And of course, there are plenty of other places to go and visit as well, other than, uh, other than the infamous Rodeo Drive. But it's quite a place. I actually remember seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger driving his open-top Ferrari down Rodeo Drive on one of my visits there, and that was quite a sight. But there are wonderful shopping facilities all over LA. Um, out towards um, Beverly Hills there, there's The Grove, which is a, an open mall, large open mall, um, developed by a gentleman called Rick Caruso, who developed that facility and also a large one in the city called Glendale to the east, northeast of, of the city of LA. And he's currently running for mayor. But the Grove is a, is a very, very impressive shopping facility, very upmarket as well. And as we talked about, LA is home to Hollywood and Hollywood is home to movies. So what about watching a film while we're in LA or some top class baseball or NFL? If we start off with the cinema experience, the Disney Concert Hall is a must see concert hall and cinema. And right next to the convention center, there's also a major cine complex that's worth seeing. And of course, there are the cinemas all, all, all over Los Angeles. But having said that, right next to the convention center, there's the Grammy Museum. That's worth mentioning and worth visiting. And of course, the Grammy Museum's focused upon popular music over the years. 
and got some wonderful displays. Lots of, lots of bands that you will recognize there. And it's very close to the convention center, uh, just a very short walk. But really, the, the Disney Concert Hall is a marvel. It's a Frank Geary who's the architect for the building, and it is absolutely stunning. Quite the experience to go into the, into the concert hall and in that area as well. And right next to it, there's a new museum, new, a couple of years old now, the Broad Museum, private museum, also a beautiful building, very interesting architecture. And nothing to do with movies, but it's, it's, got, it's got some wonderful exhibits there as well. And that's all together on a street called Grand that's not too far away from the convention center. And then if you keep traveling on, um, then you come to Dodger Stadium, which is the, the home of Dodgers baseball. And the Dodgers moved from New York to L.A. I want to say it was 57. And so it's an interesting time for baseball because um, September is the end of the season. And we move into what's called the playoffs in October. And this is where, they, where there are playoffs. And the top teams play each other um, for the privilege of going to um, the World Series Championship. Um, and we can call it the World Series because we actually have Canadian teams involved in it as well. At the moment, the Los Angeles Dodgers are the best team in baseball. And we're looking forward to the... Uh, end of September, rounding it off and getting it into the playoffs. But the big news and sports news was the building and opening of the new SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, which is to the west of the city of LA, out towards the coast. It's by right by LA Airport. And it is a phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal facility. My son just visited there and it was a capacity crowd to see Kenny Chesney, the country and western singer. 75,000 people there. And he said, when you moved, when you walked into the common areas, it just did not feel full or busy at all. It's amazing, the design. The architecture is stunning, apparently. So that would be worth a visit. Sponsored by Suaco, Gevi, Nota AI, and Navtech Radar. This is Highways Voices. Finally, if we're in LA for the weekend after the Congress, Alan gives you his view for some downtime. I did mention earlier about the Peterson Automotive Museum um, being adjacent to LA County Museum of Art, the LACMA, um, with tremendous displays there. Um, it's along Wilshire Boulevard, but very close in, this, in, the, in walk, walking distance, there's a fascinating museum, and it's called the La Brea Tar Pits. And there's actually a large pit of tar that, that has been excavated, and the, the fossilized remains of mammoth bones and well-preserved in the tar. It's a fascinating place to go and visit. Interesting piece of LA history as well, because that whole area, the tar pits would give this away, is oil. There were derricks, oil derricks all over that area at one time. And you can still see them. As you drive from Los Angeles Airport, you can still see oil derricks in the hillsides. But the La Brea tar pits are quite special. And, you know, you combine that with some of the other museums in the area as well. It's really worth a visit to that area and get a concentration of interesting places to go to. If you like people watching, you will adore the beaches. Venice Beach with the boardwalk and all the activities that go on at the weekend. Take your own roller skates, go roller skating if you would like to do that. There's always plenty of stuff going on down at Venice Beach and rollerboarding. It's a wonderful time, September. It's away from the hottest part of the year. There's plenty of room down there as well. You know, there will be a lot of people walking around, but on the boardwalk, you get um, people with stalls, setting stalls up to do magic tricks, um, get you involved in various games and that sort of thing. 
always something interesting to see. You know, you get dancers out there showing their routines and then they get the people from the crowd who are standing watching them to come in and dance with them. It's great fun. It's absolutely great fun. It really is. So that's Los Angeles, seen by an Englishman who's lived there for a third of a century. I've been noting down things I want to tick off, and I hope that preview has been useful if you're lucky enough to be going to Los Angeles for this year's ITS World Congress. Don't forget, if you've got colleagues who aren't going, then point them to Highways Voices and they'll get a flavour of what we'll be seeing at Congress. So we'll have a separate preview of what's happening in the Convention Centre on another Highways voices and don't forget we'll be bringing you daily podcasts too from LA don't miss them all thanks to Swarco, Navtech Radar Notary AI and Gevi Highways Voices join us again next week for more insights from those that matter in the industry 